Yo, what's up, what's up? It's VOZ Vols back again with the VOZ rant. And it is 12.32 a.m. No, I did not wake up earlier than my than my alarm. I'm actually still up. I got off work uh, just a little while ago, and I'm on my way home. And like and like 90% of my podcast, I do, I do it in my car on the way home. I feel like the 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 spurt of I feel like the spurt of uh, of inspiration of of creativity of me wanting to just fucking you know let it all out always comes in the car you know I've actually written some of my greatest songs while driving in the car I'm sure that's I'm sure that's not any way safe in any in in any way shape or form. But for some reason, this this works. This has always worked. Sometimes I wish the commute was slightly longer just so I could have more time. Um, but I think 45 minutes is enough sometimes, you know. And it's probably why you see the the podcast be around, you know, 30 to, to 45 minutes. If you've ever seen them longer, it's probably because I was in the studio and I had the chance and opportunity and my ass actually woke up early or I stayed up late at night to do this. I've realized that that in order to, to get ahead and to do something that that will benefit you long term, you have to sacrifice a lot of shit, man. And sometimes I'm just like, fuck, I, fuck, do I really need to sacrifice sleep? Do I really need to, you know you know get up early as fuck in the morning like do i really need to go hard in the paint and 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 outwork everybody else like is other people really my competition you know what i mean is there still room for me after everybody's made it you know what i mean like and i'm thinking like man everybody always says like man there's enough for everybody to eat there's enough for everybody to to prosper and yeah man there is if you're sharing the wealth, but if no one lets anybody in, then then we're stuck, right? Then the, all that that work we should have done, you know, got us nowhere besides a regular life, you know. And today I was, um, you know, today uh, my girl had sent me a uh, a ad of a BMW uh, 325i, I believe, beautiful BMW, really nice car, and. I mean, it was like a, you know, it's a mediocre BMW. It's, it's nothing, it's nothing to be like, you know, overly stunned over. And, you know, I was like, nah, babe, like, you don't want that. You're like, this is for you. And then I sent her a BMW i8. I mean, those fucking things are like 150K, bro. 150K. And she's like, Wow. Like, you really had a fucking one-up me, you know what I mean? And I'm like, no, babe, it's because you're beautiful and you deserve a beautiful car, you know what I mean? Though we have nice vehicles at home, I mean, don't get me wrong, we have, we, we, we do good for ourselves. But we could do a lot better. We could have a lot more. We could, we could be way ahead, you know? We could use our time more wisely. And, uh... 
And I'm like, you know, and I'm thinking to myself, like, no, you know what, we're going to have this soon. And I told her, I messaged her, I said, you know what, babe, we're going to have this soon. Shit's about to change. Shit's going to change. It has to change. You know, this morning's podcast or, you know, for everybody that's listening to this, um, it will be yesterday's podcast, the 21st, May 21st, because right now it's May 22nd. And if you heard that one, that one was like a really deep, man. I got really deep because, you know, we're our own worst enemy. And this shit always bothers me, man. This shit always bothers me that it's always us that are holding us back from shit. Like from getting to the other side, from jumping out of the fucking plane, from, you know, jumping over that ledge, uh, riding our bike for the first time, you know, fucking saying fuck it and just, you know, putting in those new floors by ourselves while watching a YouTube video, you know, or, or saying fuck paying a mechanic to do my oil change i'm gonna do my oil change you know like i haven't paid for for oil changes for about six months now and even though you know i'm probably using the money i'm saving on other things but i've i have noticed that that my money has has stretched out longer this time around you know and it's maybe because, you know, we're so we're, we're living such good lives today. We're making, you know, decent, a decent living, still slaves, but we're making a decent living where we can afford to just outsource, you know, doing an oil change where we can afford to outsource, uh, you know, the cooking and just order in or go out to eat, you know, where we can outsource um having to go to the grocery store especially in these these times this pandemic um with the coronavirus and all like it's really upped that that whole delivery service like right now if you wanted to start a delivery services this is the time to start it you know what i mean if you wanted to be a service company this is the time to really start you know if i had more funds to do some shit like that i would definitely be fucking you know on it you know what i mean but you know, yeah, I'm, I'm not at that level. You know what I mean? I'm not at that level. I'm not at that level where I could just put a hundred grand into a business and say, fuck it, let's go. You know what I mean? Like, and you know, uh, they, they say that, that you, you are, you know, the people you hang out with. Right. And so, you know, a lot of people that are around me that I hang out with today, you know, they do well for themselves. They do good. You know, we all live very comfortable lives very very good you know what i mean it could be worse we could be we could have been born in a third world country and 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 you know having to drink water that has fucking feces in it which is true for millions of people still today that still die from diarrhea you know uh water contamination food poisoning you know hunger like shit is fucking sad shit is sad and you know and as i thought about you know uh uh uh, all of this today i was like man we have it good and we don't take advantage of it 
you know, my dad always told me growing up, he always told me, he's like, mijo, you guys know English. You guys were born in the U.S. You guys are far more advanced than what we were growing up. You guys have more things available to you. The opportunities are literally presenting themselves to you. And the majority of you guys that are first generation Americans, Mexican Americans in the U.S. and in, in, in the United States, you guys don't take advantage. He said, if me and your mom, who have a third grade level education, were able to create something out of nothing, literally our own hope and dreams and sweat, blood and tears and create something stable for our entire family. You know, he said, we have helped family members even when they gave us nothing in return because we knew that if we could, we would. And he said, and we had literally stayed with zero dollars just to help, just to go and do something for someone else. You know, and, and I was like, you know what, mom, like, um, but, you know, like, how can we do that if then we're going to stay with nothing? And he's like, you know what, mijo? My worst fear in life was always being without money. Always being without money. That, 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 if, that if I looked in my purse and I didn't have a dollar, like, that was my worst fear. He said, so my goal was always, always, always to work hard and conserve and make use of what we have and stretch out our finances as much as possible. But in no matter what situation that we would still help, no matter what, that we would still help. And I'm like, but how? Like, how can you help other people if you barely have anything? He said, but that's not for you to decide, she said. She said, God has allowed us a, a beautiful healthy family and life prosperous and he's always paid me back tenfold she said he's always paid me back tenfold and I was like damn for real you're telling me that you really you really went and spent the last you know the only thousand dollars that you had at that time to go and help someone who didn't even pay for fucking nothing not food, not transportation, not a thank you, not, hey, here you go. Like, you know, when they were doing better later on, like nothing. And you did that repeatedly over and over and over and over again. I'm like, damn, like, that's crazy, man. So we got it all fucked up. We're selfish today. We're selfish today thinking that that we can't give the shirt off our backs because then we're not going to have nothing. Now realizing that we will, it's going to multiply. It's going to multiply for us. And that leads me into the conversation that, that, that I wanted to have today, which was uh, Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan's podcast was just acquired by Spotify for $100 million dollars they gave this man who has been putting out content 
almost daily, if not weekly, for like three, four years on YouTube, then the podcasting, and making it available for everyone, bringing on people to talk about conspiracies, health, wealth, uh, um, opinions, you know, current events, um, you know, his own take on things. And the man is very well uh, informed and knowledgeable on a lot of different topics. And you can tell that he does his research before, you know, bringing on a guest. And, you know, he was already established before ever, you know, getting into the podcasting world. You know, he was an established figure doing shows like uh, like Fear Factor, um, being a commentator for the UFC and other sports, professional sports. And I think even being an athlete himself. And he stuck with it three to four years. I guess it was reported that he made $30 million, all-inclusive from ad revenue, YouTube, podcasting, all that good stuff. $30 million a year is what he was bringing in. All that effort that I'm sure sleepless nights every day trying to create content, eventually getting a team eventually getting someone to record the party and that's not like he's doing anything fancy he's literally in a room with two microphones with a camera that's 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 focused on him and and then you know uh and the person that he's interviewing and then you know it kind of you know chimes in from you know the edits for on the person to him on the person to him to both of them you know what i mean like simple ass fucking shit but obviously people are not there for the fucking, you know, effects or the graphics or the editing. They're there for the conversation. They're there for the topic. They're there to see what these people think of a certain topic. And Spotify saw the value in this man and said, hey, if you come exclusively to Spotify, we will give you a hundred million dollars to come exclusively to Spotify. And not only that, we will create a video platform that will be exclusive to Spotify where you can still release your Joe Rogan podcast on video. And I was like, what the fuck? Bro, I was mind blowing. That's mind blowing money. Like Joe Rogan, man. If you even shit, if you ever even find out about me, bro, like kudos to you, man. Like, jeez, that's an inspiration for all podcasters, you know, around the world. Like, I started podcasting like two years ago, I believe. Two years ago. So what, 2018, 2017, maybe. I'm not sure. I started podcasting a while. And in the beginning, I did a podcast every single day, every single day, every single day. I went from having zero listeners to having 80 listeners per day, you know, per episode. You know, being that one of my biggest episodes got like 300, you know, listens. 
You know what I mean? And I don't know how many people listen to podcasts twice, right? For To the same podcast twice. So, you know, I can assume, unlike music, a podcast, you're going to consume it. And then you're going to move on to the next one, right? Like, you're going to consume it. Maybe you'll come back to maybe get something. But I think about 90, you know, maybe I say over 95% of people probably only listening to it once. And then go share it or go talk about it or whatever. Go recommend it. So, you know, to for one of my episodes to have over 300 listens, 300 plays, I was just mind-blowing. I was like, damn. I was starting to rank. I was starting to do good. And then next thing you know, my fucking iPhone fucked up. It started bogging down. I had an iPhone 6 Plus at the time. It started bogging down. It started fucking, you know, glitching. Shit started going wrong. And then I stopped. I stopped. It slowed me down. And, but I was, I was keeping myself from fucking buying another phone. But I was like, nah, man, I can make it work. I can make it work. So then I went as far as buying a microphone for my uh, MacBook so I can go and try to podcast there. But then I realized that I'm not disciplined enough to wake up early enough or to stay up late enough, you know, unless it was music, you know, unless I was doing music, I was in like. You know, but I but I love podcasting. Like the, the the whole concept of podcasting, I'm like fuck. I've been doing this my whole fucking life. I just never had the platform to do it on. And then now this man, three four years later into podcasting, a hundred million dollars. And then you might be thinking like, why would a company pay a hundred million dollars? To a podcaster, someone who just has conversations with other people or himself and then puts a video out of the same thing and then they split up the videos into clips, you know, just to create content to push the actual, you know, thing. But when you have a team, that's simple, right? When you don't have a team, shit's hard. Like me, I do music. I'm podcasting. You know, I manage properties for my parents. I have a family. I have a full-time career in IT. You know, uh, um, I'm always dipping in 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 in, in uh, divulging myself in, in in other areas, helping people, um, um, trying to promote myself on Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook, Twitter. Put, try to put out content, you know, try to edit my own pictures. I do all my mixing and mastering for my music. Help family out when they need it, you know, when I have the opportunity to. So many things that I do, man, it's like I got all these hats that I got to wear. And so it's like finding the time is fucking crazy. And then I think, man, we do have enough time. But I just don't prioritize nothing. I'm not disciplined. I'm not disciplined is what I spoke on my last podcast. I'm not disciplined. The majority of us are not disciplined. The majority of us just want it in our hand. The majority of us want to put out one song and then we want it to go viral. We don't want it. We don't want to put money behind the marketing. You know, Drake got famous because they were, you know, putting 60% of his total budget you know, 
into marketing him when he first came out back in like what 2010 2009 2007 2007 maybe so back then they were pushing him hard so if he had a million dollar contract say he signed to Lil Wayne for a million dollars 60 percent of his budget was going to marketing him meaning putting him on radio making sure making sure that he had radio spins making sure that they were putting ads out there that that was pushing his music that would play his music billboards um you know getting them in the social media platforms blogs magazines uh, articles you name it you know making visits to certain radio stations so he can talk is why in the beginning you kind of saw a few more interviews of him um and nowadays now that he's so big like you hardly see him like he wants that exclusivity he wants to feel like you know he's hard to be accessed making him seem bigger than life you know but if we put that in perspective, that's $600,000 that went alone to marketing. And then the other portion went to uh, his music, paying uh, the studio, creating the music, you know, paying his buddies, his friends to book tours and, and, and uh, shows, interviews and all that good stuff, right? Payroll, all that, all that good stuff. You know, travel with four hundred thousand worth. So, and that's just to say that if it was a million, who knows? Maybe it was two million. Maybe it was three million. You know, but I mean, if you're early on, you know, I think maybe Lil Wayne probably gave him a you know million or two as a contract, and you know said, hey, this is what we're gonna use to push you. If you're good, she's gonna bang, and we're gonna push it, right? Joe Rogan spent the last three, four years doing something that people were barely like people are barely catching on to podcast. They're barely catching on. They're barely, you know, figuring out that this is the new way to get information, that this is the new way to to have a conversation without actually having a conversation. You know, for people that are great listeners, that are great consumers of information, you know, this is the best way for them to consume it. Because they they visualize it by hearing you explain it, detail it, right? Talk about it. You know they can they can feel it just like you feel it. They can capture your emotion. They can do everything, and it's not either it's raw or it's curated. And whatever you choose, whatever you like, is up to you. It's you know it's whatever you choose, which is the great thing about podcasting. A hundred million dollars. That just ups the price for all podcasters around the world. A hundred million. You know, there's a dude, Patrick Bet David. He has his own YouTube channel called Valuetainment. Shout out, Patrick Bet David. Bring me on your, bring me on your uh, channel. I would appreciate it. We can talk about whatever you want to talk about. Um, send me the topic so you know I can, you know, make up my own opinion of it be informed but if you want to just promote my music you know hey shout out bro hit me up anyways he said hey you know what? i predict in the next five to ten years that the next podcaster that is willing to sign a deal and go exclusive 
to the level of Joe Rogan where all his content and videos will be moved exclusively to Spotify, which means that a lot of his followers, you know, they're not going there because he fucking, you know, is working now. He looks good. He's making a movie. You know, no, no. They're going there just because of him, because they like him, because they like what he's putting now. They like what he's doing. So let's just say that fucking 90% of his people go over there to listen to his shit, subscribe to Spotify, get a premium, you know, bro, Spotify is going to stand to make a lot of money, get all the fucking traffic to their sites. But little did we know that behind the scenes, Spotify had a major, 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 major plan in the works. They knew they must have known um, because Patrick Bet David says in the next five to ten years, the next podcaster would make one billion dollars. He said, that's my prediction. That's what I believe. I know it's going to happen if they're willing to pay a hundred million today. You know, things can only get better. Yeah, we're in bad times. Yeah, we're in worse times. But right now, people haven't had as much money as they had today because, you know, consumption is is lower. But, you know, a lot of people had money in reserves. So they're maximizing the, the amount of things that they can do right now because everybody's on the Internet. And so they're doing everything possible to make sure that they can maximize the opportunity. So he says his prediction is that in five to ten years... Someone's going to get a billion dollars to go exclusive. A billion dollars. First billionaire podcaster. We now had the first hundred millionaire podcaster. And he predicts a billionaire podcaster. And I know that's going to be me. I mean, I, bro, I already know. Like, we, we, I've been already talking to these people, bro. Like, they said, hey, give us five years. We'll get you your money. You know, and I'm like 50 cent. I'm like, hey, bro, I need my money by Monday, bro. You know what I mean? Don't fucking send, make me send my goons over there. You know, a billy, bro. A fucking billion. But I think Spotify had a plan behind this whole thing. They knew that there's so much buzz around Joe Rogan. There's so much popularity, so much loyalty amongst his fans and the people that follow him and people that, that, that work with him. Or, I mean, not work with him, but people that that love what he does and what he talks about and everything that they were willing to put a high dollar amount high dollar figure like that to be able to have him go exclusive to their platform knowing that in the back end it was going to move their stock so check this out in 48 hours spotify's market valuation went from 30 billion to 35 billion their stock shot up by 18% went up 18% making them 5 billion dollars in the announcement of the acquisition of the Joe Rogan podcast can you fucking believe that shit can you believe that in 48 hours, they had just dished out $100 million, And in 48 hours, they made $5 billion, over $5 billion. 
18% stock rise. Fucking crazy, bro. They knew. They knew that this was going to happen. They knew that it was going to create, generate so much interest that people were going to be like, all right, cool. I'm buying. Boom, 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 boom. Pushing the stock up in value. And if we make a comparison to that, that's like me telling you like, hey, bro, I'm going to give you $100. All you got to do is you do the same thing that you're doing right now. You just come do it for me exclusively on my platform. And I'm going to give you $100. And say if you were making, you know, $30, 100 is going to be a lot, right? And then me on the back end, because I brought you over and I generated so much interest and you're so popular, right? And we're just putting it on on, on, on basic terms, right? You know, small numbers so that way you can see the comparison in, in, in the move that Spotify made. It's like me giving you $100 to come exclusively to me and in return... In two days, 48 hours exactly, I made $5,000 off of that alone. I didn't take $5,000 from you. I generated $5,000 from people fucking so interested in the fact that I just brought you over. So it's like me giving you 100 to get back 5000 My investment in you, your talent, your skill, your ability, your followers, your everything, boom, a hundred and then I made five thousand, a hundred million and I make five billion. Bro, what the fuck? Of course I'm gonna invest. And that goes to show that if you invest in the right things, the return is gonna come, whether it's almost instant, like it happened for Spotify, or if it's over time, if you're thinking about the long term. But the great part about it is that it just made podcasters that much more valuable. There's hundreds, if not thousands of podcasts out there. Great podcasts, great podcasts. But I actually don't listen to many of them. I listen just to a few, a couple. Um, I'm the type of dude that I just live you my life every day. And my inspiration is drawn from my everyday life. And then that's how I get into these conversations with really it's myself. I'm literally sitting here by myself. Ain't nobody here. Ain't no camera. Ain't no nothing. I wish I could be recording these. And I do have a professional camera that I could be recording on that I could possibly set up under, you know, say in the car, maybe get a GoPro, boom, put it right there. And then just record these conversations, the car conversations that I have. Maybe I should change it from VOZ rants, you know, to fucking car conversations. You know what I mean? Like, or the, the, the car talk um, you know, car rants, car rants, probably, you know what I mean? But, you know, it's the VOZ brand, VOZ brand. I want motherfuckers to hear VOZ and they know it's me. I want them to be able to see my logo and they know it's me. I want them to be able to see the shoes that I make, the shoe brand that I make, and they see my logo and they know it's me. They know it's VOZ. When they see the logo, they know it's VOZ. I just, you know, like when you see the Ram logo, you know it's Ram. When you see the Ford logo, you know it's Ford, obviously, because it says it's Ford, right? 
But, you know, when you see the Lamborghini logo, you know it's Lamborghini. Of course, it does say Lamborghini under the logo. But, you know, you see that Apple, you know it's Apple. You see the Spotify, you know it's Spotify. You know, you see Nike checkmark, you know it's Nike. You see Adidas, you know it's Adidas. You see those three stripes, you know it's Adidas, right? A hundred million dollars. I actually pulled up to my house a few minutes ago. And if my girl's awake, she's probably thinking like, man, this motherfucker's over here probably talking to some bitch, blah, blah, blah. Little does she know I'm over here trying to get that billy. I'm trying to secure the billy. But the shit that you got to go through to get there, man, is fucking ridiculous. And I just realized that I don't have the discipline to do a lot of this shit. I have the drive, the ambition, the motivation, the inspiration. I have that. I have all that. I just don't have the discipline because I'm a creature of bad habit. And I want to figure out how to turn that shit off so I can turn on the discipline and then I could be go, 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 go. But I think my brother is right. I think my problem is that I don't prioritize and schedule. So because I don't because I don't know what I'm going to do in the next hour, you know, like I know what I'm going to I want to do in the whole day. I know what I want to accomplish. But because I don't have how it's going to all break down, then I can't execute effectively and efficiently. And which is right, because I'm sure Joe Rogan wakes up, you know, every day at the same time. You know, has his shit planned out. Hey, by this time I'm going to do this. By this time I'm going to do this. By this time I'm going to do this. And I'm going to go to bed by X amount of time. You know, it's 1.05 a.m. right now. You know, my alarm, uh, I have my alarm set that by 11 p.m. I want to be in bed. And by 5 a.m. I want to be up. But normally I never go to bed by 11 p.m. And normally I'm never up by 5 a.m. You know, I'm always I, I'll wake up at 5 a.m. But I won't be getting up until 530, 540, 6 o'clock, 6.30 sometimes. Like, you know, like, what the fuck? I'm just pushing it. I'm pushing. I'm taking advantage of my situation, knowing that, ah, you know, maybe I'm not going to get in trouble. Maybe I'm not, you know, but tomorrow could be my last day and I could lose everything. Right. Like. You know, I'm going to lose that steady income because of my own bad decisions, because of my own bad habits. So if I really want this fucking Billy in five years to make Patrick Bet David's uh, uh, prediction, you know, come to fruition. And I want to be that guy, VOZ Rants, VOZ Music Brand, VOZ Brand, period. I got a lot of work to do. I got more, way more things that I got to do. Now I can't even sleep. Now I got to be running on E. I'm actually fucking drinking a damn fucking Kickstarter Mountain Dew fruit punch. It's probably not the healthiest fucking thing. I've already gained 10 pounds. I was 212 pounds. I'm 222 pounds now. I look fucking deformed. I look like those fucking alligators off of Mario Bros, Super Mario Bros and shit. You know, fucking skinny ass leg, little ass head, and fucking big old, you know, torso and shit. Like, I just look fucking deformed. Like, my dad took a picture of me today. I was helping him, you know, paint uh, 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 some doors for a house that we're renting, you know, getting ready for rent. And he took a picture, man, and I just, like, my pants don't fit right. Like, my shirt was fitting weird. It's It's supposedly the right fucking size, but... 
But, you know, I gained fucking 10 pounds, so now everything just fits weird. You know what I mean? And then I, I'm seeing, you know, people that I know that are staying fit. They're staying active during this quarantine. They're staying good. You know, they're not gaining weight. They're still fucking staying disciplined to their to their regimen and, and t- shit. If anything, I've been eating more now than I've ever ate in my fucking life, man. As of late, I've been fucking eating Snickers almost every fucking day. I never used to eat chocolate that much. But... I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. Like, why can't I have fucking chocolate? Like, what the fuck is the big deal? Why can't I have fucking chocolate every day if I want to? But, you know, my my words don't match my actions. They're not matching. They're butting heads at all times. If not, it's just silent. So if I want to get to a Billy, if I want to be that guy... I have to do what Joe Rogan does, right? I got to be dedicated, disciplined, and fucking organized, structured, boom. Hit it, go, 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 go. I watched a documentary on on Bill Gates the other day. Inside Bill Gates' mind. Great documentary. Go check it out. It may change your mind for everybody who believes that he's trying to fucking control the world and depopulate and all this other fucking bullshit, which is a podcast that I stand to make. But... um, I'm just trying to organize it right. I want a lot of people to chime in and, and you know, have an opinion and, and, and we talk about it and discuss and get pissed off and all that good shit. But, but um, great fucking documentary uh, about what he's doing for the world and what he's been doing for the world. You know, a lot of people are like, oh, why did... We'll talk about that later. But point was that he... Has a structured life, organized 100%. He he wakes up at the same time every single day, goes to sleep at the same time every single day, you know, uses the same 24 hours that me, you, and everybody else have to execute, 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 execute. He says, my biggest fear in my life that is that my brain stops working. That's what he said. My biggest fear in my life is that my brain stops working. It's crazy. Like, he he wants to, you know, I met a man today, he's 64 years old, he's a service engineer, came out from Westside, Seattle area to come do a, a service uh, on a machine, a device, a server at uh, the data center I work for, and um, 64 years old, Asian man, but he looked extremely young, he looked like he was in his, you know, late 30s. Uh, 40s, you know what I mean? Like, I got gray hair, so, you know, he had a full head of gray hair. So, I mean, I can assume that he's either 30, 30, late 30s because it's fully gray or, you know, 40 or he just has, like, gray jeans, you know what I mean? Gray hair jeans that came early in his life. But he definitely didn't look old. Like, he looked in good shape. He looked young. He looked well. He looked healthy. Um, and he was 64 years old and he had been working for the same company for 40 years, 40 years, dedicated, devoted. And he's been sticking. He's like, they've been, they've laid off people furloughed. We've gone through five buyouts, five buyouts, acquisitions. And he said, and I'm still here. They've kept me around 40 years. That means that whatever this man is doing, man, he does it great to the best of his ability. And he keeps staying around because 
they know his value. They know that he's worth every penny that they're paying him. And they're ensuring that through every acquisition, every setback, every um, every move that they're considering this man and ensuring that he comes out on the other side. I don't care if I if I get a billion, man. I'll take the hundred million. Hey, Apple, hit me up. Let me do exclusive on your platform. Come on, bro. Don't be, don't be little. Don't, don't. We can talk. We we can talk. All right. You know, maybe not a hundred million. Maybe five hundred million. Okay. Come on, come ha- at the half. Meet me halfway. Meet me halfway. I'll work for you. You work for me. We'll be a happy family. It's all good and gravy, homie. You know what? I'll bring Drake. I'll bring Drake. I'll call him. Hundred fucking million. It's time to be disciplined, guys. These opportunities are for everybody. These opportunities stand for everybody. Not just me because I'm podcasting. But you could start a podcast. It's why I have that fucking that ad, you know. Anchor pays me for you guys to listen to that ad. It's not a lot of damn money because I don't got no fucking thousands of listeners. I hope to get there one day, but I got to be more disciplined. I got to put out my content every day. If I don't, if I'm not in the, in, in your face every day, then you're going to forget because there's so much shit out there that you could be consuming that, you know, why are you going to wait for my shit to pop off? Right. Why are you going to wait for me when you know that you could just listen to something else. So it's tough, man. Life is tough. There's so many curveballs that are thrown at us every single day that it makes it very hard for us to stay disciplined, for us to create routine, for us to create uh, structure and, and things like that. You know, when you come from the bottom, it's hard. You know what I mean? When you come from nothing, it's hard. It's tough. It's it's definitely 10, time, ten times harder for us that come from zero and it's definitely even 10 times harder for someone who's a minority, you know? Like Joe Rogan, he's a white guy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like Bill Gates, he's a white guy. You know, uh you know these extremely successful deals and big fucking lucrative, you know, uh uh, uh moves that are happening to for these people is, you know what I mean? They're they have a little bit of privilege. Not to take away any of their hard work. Their hard work is their hard work. That's their own efforts. Of course, that's what we're paying for. That's what they're paying for. That's what Spotify paid for. They paid for his effort, for his work ethic, for his creativity, for his ability to do what he does. And they're allowing him to do what he does because YouTube's on this bullshit censorship shit. Trying to censor people, trying to, you know, force people to a certain way of thinking instead of just being like a free, you know, if you're going to be a free platform, like, you know, so you, you allow bitches to be nude and all this bullshit and motherfuckers to make, you know, stupid, crazy videos and motherfuckers, you know, doing some violent shit, but you won't let a man stay his opinion, you know, based on facts and information that they got because someone's telling you to take it down. Don't tell me it's violating people's terms or it's violating the community terms. Like, no, motherfucker. Someone told you to take it down. Stop fucking lying. You know it's Fachi. You know it's fucking Fachi. Fucking 
cutting you a check, allowing you to still be a platform or else they're going to shut you down. I don't know. Maybe it's not like that. Maybe it's not like that. I don't know. You two reach out to me. Hit me up. Let me know. Maybe maybe it's not like that. I'll interview you. Let's 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 talk. Let's talk. Let people know for real, for real, what you guys really do. You know what I mean? Are you guys really censoring people? Are you guys really trying to fucking, you know, keep people, you know, or, or sway people to think a certain way? Or are you going to just let everybody be a free thinker and let them, you know, let them put out their content the way that they want to put it out? Joe Rogan, kudos to you, man. Kudos to you. I, I hope that that I can, you know, have the same level of determination, ambition, motivation, inspiration, anything, everything Asian to be able to get to your level, man. That's fucking amazing. Congratulations, man. Congratulations. Your business partner, whoever, you know, helped you secure that deal. Fucking make sure you take care of that man, man, or that person, or that team. Make sure you take care of your team. Make sure that they, they get taken care of for their efforts. Because this is that's a great feat, man. You just made it so much better for everybody. The playing field has now finally been leveled out. And now here's the start. And now we know our worth. Now we know we've been worth more. But you just set you set the tone. You made sure that you 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 shot that number as high as possible to ensure that we all trying to come up. Everybody who's trying to come up and those who will make it to the other side will prosper. And those deals will be just as lucrative, if not more, as yours was. So I hope you make more money, man. I hope that you do well more. And I hope that in the midst of all this, that you never forgive or never forget to give back. Never forget to give back. Do your part. Do your part and, and make sure that you're helping. You know, you're reaching out to people and helping and, and you know, ensuring that, that, that you do, you pay it forward. The world, God, you know, the people have have pushed you into this position. And I hope that you don't forget to pay it forward. And maybe one day we'll meet. Maybe one day we'll meet. We'll chop it up, have a drink. I'll make you a margarita, a, a margarita de 1800. Tequilita, homie. But um, I just wanna, I just wanna let you guys know, man. I appreciate everybody that does listen to my podcast. I appreciate everybody that has been on my shit for a while. All I ask is that you share it. All I ask is that you share it once with someone. Tell someone about it. Subscribe, you know, either on Apple Podcast, on Spotify Podcast, on uh, on Anchor, wherever wherever you feel most comfortable that you subscribe and you share my shit and you push it, that you listen to my music. And if you like a song, you may not like all of them, you know what I mean? But if you like one of them, that you share it for me, that you're not scared to share that's the problem is why we can't help you if it's why we can't rise is because we don't support each other especially minorities especially mexicans like we don't like to see each other prosper we got to push each other we have to push each other 
If you help me, I help you. We move forward. I'm not a hater. I'm going to share your shit. If I see that you're doing something and it looks like positive, something great, you know what, and I like it, I'm going to push it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to share it. I'm not no hater. I've never been no hater. I'm going to share it. I want to come up as much as I want to help you come up. If you help me, I help you. It's, it just goes both ways. You know what I mean? That's why we have two-way lanes. This life goes both ways, up and down, side to side. Bad or good. While we're living, we got to execute. And thanks to Joe Rogan, thanks to that news, thanks to seeing that that story. Whew, it just gave me a whole nother perspective on this whole grand scheme of thing. I'm not chasing money, man. I'm, I'm just, I'm chasing success. I'm chasing freedom. I'm chasing the ability to be able to do things on my own terms without having someone breathing down my neck, without having to feel like I'm at the mercy of someone else's, someone else's uh, 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 hand. We're going to get this money. We're going to get this freedom. We're going to earn this fucking, uh, uh, um, earn our way to the top. And we're going to make it out. We're going to build this discipline. We're going to stick to this routine. We're going to develop strategies. We're going to develop the structure and organization necessary to prosper. Necessary. It's a must. It's the only way that we can make it out. It's the only way you can make it out. I'm blessed as it, as it is right now. I'm blessed to be alive. I'm blessed to, to be able to just speak on here. And, 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 and go home to a beautiful home and, and, and kids and wife, girl, spouse, significant other, you know, long-term partner, long-life partner, soulmate. I always tell her we're soulmates. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. I'm beyond blessed. But we could all be even more blessed. God wants us to have everything we want. We just have to be willing to work for it. He said, with the sweat of our foreheads, you will earn your daily bread. You want that bread? You got to sweat. Blood, sweat, and tears. So you're deserving of it. Are you deserving of it? Am I deserving of it? I don't know. We got to find out. It's VOZ. I'm out.